We need to give the Lord some praise and thank Him for all of His blessings. Amen. I am Pastor Robert Hamlin, the senior pastor here at Second Baptist Church of Doolstown. We want to welcome you to our in-person service as well as those who are watching on live stream this morning. Uh, this is our 116th church anniversary. We are giving God praise. We're giving Him glory. We are giving Him the honor on this day. Amen. Those of you who have your cell phones, those on live stream, those here, reach out to your friends, reach out to your family members, encourage them to join us this morning. The Bible says in 1 Chronicles 16, 8 to 10, to give thanks unto the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people and sing unto him, sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works and glory ye in his holy name and let the heart of them Rejoice that seek the Lord. Come on, why don't you stand with us this morning? Why don't you put your hands together? Give God praise and thank God. Lord, we worship you. And to worship you, I live.
church, amen. amen. What a beautiful day to be in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for another day. We thank you for the autumn rains, dear Lord. You know what you're doing. You know all about it. We thank you, dear Lord, for the breath of life. This day wasn't promised. But you gave us another opportunity, another chance to say amen. We have a special blessing, dear Lord, on this service. We have some young folks that are going to be baptized today. I know heaven is rejoicing. And we pray that, that what is going on in heaven will be going on here on earth today, dear Lord. Let the rejoicing spill over. Let the devil be horrified. For we know we have the victory in Christ Jesus. Bless every song. Every prayer. Bless the word as it comes to us, dear Lord. Make us ready to receive it, to hear it, and to obey. Bless the pastor of this church, dear Lord. Keep him in the palm of your hand. Strengthen him. And when praying time is over, there's no more left to be said. Please be there to meet us, dear Lord that good and faithful servant, you've been faithful over a few things. I'm now going to make you ruler over many. What a day, what a day that will be. But in the meantime, we're just going to say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for another opportunity to say amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please remain standing for our responsive reading. There's no question that our responsive reading would be entitled Baptism. Taken from the Gospel of Matthew and the Book of Romans. And it says this And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized unto Jesus Christ were baptized unto his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead, by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died.
died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Everyone. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. time in the life of a church. You know, we have so much sadness that, that comes that we experience in life. It's a blessing when you have the opportunities to have some of the more pleasant moments in ministry. Those who are getting married and certainly for those who are being baptized. And what a blessing it is to have three young people be baptized this morning. You know, I share with the congregation about 70% of people who come to Christ come to Christ by the age of 20. And so it's important for parents to set a foundation, to make sure that they explain, matter of fact, that they live out the example of Jesus Christ so that their children will be able to see so. And you know, that's the struggle that we have today because many of our young parents are not teaching their children, they're not coming to church, they're not leading the way with them. But that's not the case this morning, amen? And so we are just blessed and pleased, and we have uh, some young people. Uh, sometimes folks say that, you know, uh, they're too young. They don't understand. But let me tell you something. God speaks to the hearts of young people. And I want to tell you, these three young people who are over here today, now, I'm going to admit that they're sharper than some adults, amen, that I've dealt with. They know the word, they understand the word, and they know the importance of living out God's word. So I want to thank the parents, amen, for the fine job that you have done in raising your children, amen, for the Peters family, for Sister Nan's family. And we just thank God that they have elected to make a decision to give Jesus Christ their heart. You see, baptism is for believers. It's for those who have accepted, have acknowledged that they need the Lord Jesus Christ in their life. They have confessed with their mouth the Lord Jesus Christ. And the word says, if you do so, thou shalt be saved. And so we rejoice today and grateful today. And matter of fact, let's just thank God today. Amen. We have Xavier Peters. Just raise your hand, Xavier. Amen. Who is coming. And Xavier is in high school. I thought Xavier was a senior. A sophomore, Xavier? Junior. All right, I'm going to put, put it back up one more year. But Xavier is a fine young man and uh, very skilled in basketball. He 
told me he's going to average 21 points a game, 10 rebounds a game. And so uh, I need the parents to send me the schedule so that we can come and to support him uh, there. And then also we have two young siblings, amen, uh, Yesenia and uh, Daniel who are there. And I think Yesenia likes to go by the name of Nia. And so uh, we've had them in Bible school, at vacation Bible school. And I want to tell you, anytime any question was asked, they were the first to have their hands up. And I mean, they know what they're talking about. And it is a blessing. When you elect to give your heart, your life over to the Lord Jesus Christ said to be baptized. Baptism is for believers. They are standing before the world. And they're saying that they plan on living their life for the Lord Jesus Christ. And many of you already know, some of you saints who are seasoned saints, you know, any time that you stand and say that you're going to live for the Lord, you know the devil's going to come after you. Amen. But they know, Xavier and Nia and Daniel know that God has all power in his hands. And he's able to overcome anything Satan may do. So... It is our responsibility to help them along the way. And the best way we can do that is by living our lives and being an example to them on how we should live and how we should honor the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We're going to baptize them at this time.
Just say amen. So you're not going to see that in the daily news. You're not going to see that. What just occurred right now. I can tell you what, that water was cold. They'll remember that all their life. Glory be to God. In these days and times, we need this. If you're sitting at home right now, you didn't get this. You missed it. Young children coming to the Lord, and they want the world to know about it. Praise the Lord. Our congregational hymn today, I ask you to stand for our hymn number 191, Glory to His Name. Amen.
officially welcome you here, each and every one of you, to our 116th year church anniversary. We thank you for taking the time to join us, and I know that you will be blessed being here in the house of the Lord. We have a church theme here at the church, and it says we are together in Christ. If you've ever been through something, it's always nice to know that you got somebody on your side. I know I've been through it, and I've seen this church in action when I needed it the most. And I'm here to tell you it's real. It's tangible. And you don't forget it. We are together in Christ, one for another. Can I get an amen? Now, Macedonia Baptist Church in Newtown, Pennsylvania, is going to be celebrating their 115th year church anniversary next Sunday, October 1st. It's an afternoon service like we used to do back in the day. Three o'clock service. Pastor Hamlin will be preaching. The choirs are going to be singing. And the congregation is invited to attend. Lunch will be served upon arrival, and we will be carpooling from here at 1.30. Now, just on a personal note, Macedonia is my home church. That's where I grew up. That's where I got baptized, Sunday school, the whole bit. My parents will be there. I mean, so if you can all make it out, I know they're excited to have us come out. I'll, it'll, it'll be a wonderful thing. It's a smaller church than this. But it rocks. And when you start to get that spirit moving, it's going to be a wonderful afternoon in the presence of God. So put that on your calendar for next Sunday, 3 p.m., October 1st, Macedonia. Tithes and offerings. It's that time. It's that time, and we thank you and appreciate you in advance for your giving this morning. We have three ways in which we give here at the church. One is uh, in person. You can place your tithes and offerings in the uh, offering box in the back of the chair. You can also go online and uh, please use the giving button on our church website to uh, submit your tithes and your offerings. And by mail. You can uh, mail your tithes and offerings directly to the church and uh, all be greatly appreciated. I know since I've started tithing, the bill collectors don't call the house no more. It is true. He says, test me in this. Try me in this. Give me the first tenth. And watch what I can do. But it takes faith. Don't wait till you're at the end of the bill cycle to pay, pay it. You won't do it. Do it right in the beginning. Let God have his due and take him at his word. Amen. Also, we're asking that you please make sure that you include an additional anniversary special donation uh, to the church. For 116 years, a dollar for every year. Church has been through a lot, 116 years. And I'm sure there's been some good years and there's been some tough years. But here it is, still standing, 
people still getting saved, people still getting baptized. He's holding us up through thick and thin, been through the depression, been through the recession, been through the war and rumors of war, and still here. Praise God. One dollar for every year of service. Good service. We now have the history of Second Baptist Church. Uh, Deacon Smith, if you could now play a video that Clayton Marshall, very young and talented young man, had made uh, for us, and, and you showed it last year. If you could uh, show the church history, it's good. Everyone could see. It's a great interest to them. The history of the Second Baptist Church of Doylestown dates back over a period of 111 years. The history of the Second Baptist Church of Doylestown dates back over a period of 111 years, having its roots in the St. Mark CME Church of Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Records show that this church, also known as the People's Colored Church of Doylestown, was chartered back in 1874. Trustees of this church purchased the building on Ashland Street by the railroad tracks of Doylestown from Abraham Gale in 1887. The church continued at that building until 1907, when St. Mark CME Church apparently changing denominal affiliations and incorporated it under the present name of Second Baptist Church of Doylestown. The church remained on Ashland Street until 1924, where a building of worship located on Lafayette and Bex Avenue became the new location and held services there for 49 years. After services being held every Sunday and worship throughout the week, Second Baptist Church purchased the building on 1109 Northeastern Road in 1973. While operating as St. Mark CME Church from 1884 and later becoming the Second Baptist Church of Doylestown, many preachers and pastors from congregations in Philadelphia and Trenton helped sustain worship at the church. The ministers who served this church from 1930 are as follows. Reverend C.D. Manley. Reverend Moss, Reverend Brew, Reverend Peel, Reverend Jesse Roberts, Reverend Henry W. Durham, Reverend Henry Lewis, Reverend James Talaferro, Reverend Spencer Long, Reverend Roland Hayes Anderson III. And in November 1995, a call was extended to our present Reverend, Dr. Robert E. Hamlin, Sr., he was installed as the Reverend of Second Baptist Church Doylestown on February 11, 1996. Since that time, Second Baptist has grown spiritually, numerically, and financially. During Pastor Hamlin's tenure, he added many ministries, including the feeding ministry, women's ministry, missions ministry, children's church, scholarship ministry, and many, many, many more. Pastor Hamlin and church officers realized that with the growth of the church, there was a need for a new facility. And in 2003, Second Baptist sold the building on Easton Road and purchased a property of seven and a half acres at the corner of Route 313 and Stump Road in Plumsteadville, PA. God's great love was demonstrated again as Christ Community Church of Plumstead, PA opened their doors to share their worship facility with Second Baptist while the new church was being built. After a lengthy process with the Township of Plumsteadville to obtain the necessary building approvals, the groundbreaking ceremony at the new facility was held on September of 2005, with construction beginning a couple weeks later. A laying of the cornerstone ceremony took place at the new church on January 2007, with the time capsule being placed behind the cornerstone to be opened in the year 2057. Through faith, obedience, and guidance of the Holy Spirit, 
Second Baptist moved into its new edifice with the grand opening celebration on May 19, 2007, with the first worship happening the next day on the 20th of 2007. We serve. The Lord has blessed. He has given a vision nearly seven years ago that this day would take place. When I first met with our uh, building committee, actually our congregation, I said to them, I will never be able to show you on paper how this is going to come to be. But I can tell you this. I have faith that the God I serve is bigger than any obstacle. It wasn't until 2011 that Second Baptist kicked off a capital campaign to build a much-needed new fellowship hall. A groundbreaking ceremony took place for the new fellowship hall on April of 2014. Again, with God's blessing, the new fellowship hall was completed and dedicated to the Lord on Saturday, October 25th of 2014. The new fellowship hall provides a much-needed space for the congregation and offers opportunity to minister and serve the local community. The church is blessed to have so much upon which to reflect. It is also blessed to have descendants of the founders still serving with us and carrying on the work which was started by their forefathers. We've all had a hand in helping this building rise. It is in each person that we see that Second Baptist is on the move, building God's kingdom together.
Let the church say amen. Order in my steps in the Lord. I want to thank the liturgical dance ministry, amen, for the outstanding job that they do, led by Sister Richarda. We thank God uh, for her and all those who are dancing. And you did see our baptismal candidates in their dancing this morning, amen. And give them God praise. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Thanking God for all of his blessings. Uh, we have, uh, this being our church anniversary, uh, we have a little gift that we would like to share with you. So we're going to ask uh, Pastor Paul give us some gift-giving music, amen. And we'll ask if our ushers can help to distribute those to you at this time. to say thank you to each of you and just want to have a little gift and we appreciate you taking time joining us today. Let's welcome our Sanctuary Choir for Second Baptist. 
morning, family. Dave's been a fantastic day. He got up. He got here safely. We have three more people coming to the house of the Lord. The ultimate external representation of an inward change, the baptism in. Great songs, some great dances. Today's been a good day. Y'all ready for a good message? Would you all join me in prayer as we prepare to hear the word? Father God, we give you the praise, honor, and glory. You're so worthy to be praised. Father, we thank you. We love you. We thank you for traveling mercies to get us here. We thank you for the ability to hear and see this service today. We thank you just for who you are. We thank you for who you are to us. We thank you for the blessings you bestowed upon us. We thank you for the sake, for the souls that got baptized today, Father God. We're just so thankful for who you are. We're so thankful to be in your presence. We're so thankful for just you being a healer, you being omniscient, you being omnipresent, just for who you are, Father God. Father, we ask that as we get prepared for this message today, you reveal yourself to someone who does not know you. If someone is not saved, we ask that you just make yourself known so they can understand what it means to be under your care, what it means to be to have a relationship with you, what it means to be to have eternal life, Father God. So, Father, we ask that you give Pastor Hammond the words to speak, you give us the ears to hear, the heart to receive, and the courage to apply this word going forward, Father God. We love you, we thank you, we praise you, we honor you. We ask all these things in your son's precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen.
I don't know about you, but I know he brought me from a mighty long way. Is anybody here ready to admit this morning that the Lord has brought you a mighty long way? Amen. We want to thank our sanctuary choir, our liturgical dance ministry. Amen. I want to thank uh, Reverend Jackson. Amen. Getting together. And uh, I see the 
I was away all week. Uh, a lot of you know that uh, my sister's husband uh, passed away, so Sister Hamlin and I were down in San Antonio, Texas, where she resides uh, this week, and just got in on last night. I do want to say on behalf of my sister, thank you all very much for all of your prayers and your thoughts and concerns, and we all know, you know, how difficult it is. It is difficult, you know, when we lose loved ones, and so just thanking God for his blessings, amen. Uh, I want to thank our, our deacons and, and for getting the pool ready, amen. Now, that you all, I guess, wanted to really wake me up this morning. Usually when I go in the pool, it's like a, a sauna and a hot tub, amen. So they had a little surprise for me <laughs> this this morning, but thank God it did wake me up. So praise God for all of his blessings with every head now. Every heart made as humble as you can. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you. Lord, as Deacon Ferrier mentioned that we ought to thank the Lord for the blessings of a new day. This was a day that was not promised to us. And Lord, I've experienced even through family loss that uh, every day someone does not wake up. And so we are grateful and thankful that you allowed us to experience this day, Father God. We just ask that you would be with us now as we get ready to hear a word from thee. We pray, God, that you would speak to hearts. Lord, if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally in the pardoning of their sins. Lord, if I, my prayer is through your word coming forth that someone will cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? For we ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let the church say amen. We certainly want to say happy anniversary to Second Baptist Church of Doylestown. Amen. We're celebrating our 116th year under the incorporated name of Second Baptist Church of Doylestown, which was incorporated in 1907. Uh, but the church was around much longer than that. Amen. Under a couple of different names. And, uh, and so we are grateful for those who have come before us. Paved the way. Isn't it amazing that God is still in charge of things? Amen. He has watched out over, come on in here, somebody. He has watched out over us for over 100 and six, I dare you to tell me how many other things you know that last for 116 years and still going strong. Amen. God's word is still impacting people and changing lives today. So all I can say this morning is what a mighty God that we serve. Amen. Anybody believe that this morning? I said, does anybody really believe it this morning that we serve a mighty good God? You know, and our music ministry this morning and our church history video that you saw, our dance ministry, the presentation that they gave, it all speaks to God's faithfulness. The Second Baptist Church of Doylestown over these past 116 years. Amen. And so we ought to thank God today that we're able to come together. Amen. Now, you know, it's always my prayer and uh, the time in which we are living in now that we have live stream and, you know, folk don't get up much anymore. And, you know, they sit around the table with the coffee and all of that. Some good reasons, some not. Amen. But we are grateful and thankful for those of you who are here today because we do have a lot to be thankful for. Amen. Anybody grateful that the Lord is still on our side? Amen. And actually, that's really the message that I want to share with you today on the 
this great anniversary that the Lord gave us. Uh, after service today, we have a fellowship in the church. And since I was away this week, I'm, I'm hoping and praying somebody's in there. I had one of these deacons check in there. If they're not cooking something, then Deke put, a, put an apron on, amen, and help them out uh, in there. But we, on this great anniversary, we want to encourage and invite you after service to join us that we may have just a time of fellowship. I want to share with you, coming from the Gospel of Mark in the 16th chapter, lifting uh, verses 13 to 18, amen, if you all would be uh, so kind just to uh, stand with us uh, for today, just blessing God for uh, all of his blessings, amen, in Matthew 16, Matthew 16. 13 to 18. Amen. Deke has it up on the screen. Thank you. Amen. Listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, That thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, let's read again, Matthew 18. Let's read together. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. On this anniversary Sunday, I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and tell your neighbor it's God's church. Now tell somebody like you really mean, you understand it, it's God's church, amen, it's God's church. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord, amen. We want to be clear about that today, amen. It's God's church. You know, today we have come together for really a historical event. Second Baptist Church is celebrating its 116th church anniversary, amen. And we didn't come to celebrate this building because the church is and has always been more than a building. We found that out during the pandemic, amen, that when we were out of the churches and churches were shut down uh, in person, but a live stream came about and we were able to fellowship, and many came to the understanding that the building is not the church. It's God's people who are the church. And so we just want to celebrate today the fact that over 116 years ago, there were a group of believers who met together. They met together to worship. They met together to fellowship and minister together. They met together to study the scriptures and the God's word together, amen. They met together to reach out into the community. And so let us never forget that even though 
We are celebrating 116 years as a congregation. Our heritage goes back much further than that. You know why? Because it was Jesus Christ who founded the church. That's our heritage. And he said this in Matthew 16, 18, the word that I had you read again. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. The church has never been my church, and has never been your church, even though we talk that way. We refer to when my church is here, and, and, and this, and, and that. Amen. But you see, the church has always belonged to Jesus Christ. Because he said that I will build my church. Amen. And if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, listen to me, you are part of his church. Because what makes a church is not the building that we meet in. Thank God that he has given us a beautiful edifice. But it is the people who have joined together because of the relationship that they have with Jesus Christ. Amen. You see, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your relationships change. Amen. What a blessing it was today to have the young people come and to give their heart and their life to the Lord and to be baptized and announcing to the world that they plan to live their lives on behalf of Jesus Christ. Amen. And God becomes our father and other Christians. You become our brothers and our sisters. Amen. And it's the Bible that defines what the church is. Amen. It's not us who defines what the, the Bible is and what the church is, but it is the Bible tells us that the church is at least four things. Matter of fact, there's a whole lot more than four things, but the Bible tells us there is at least four things. Amen. That the church is. Number one, the church is a family. Somebody say family. Amen. When we become born again, we are born into a new family. We are born into Christ church, amen? Because our sins have been forgiven. And we have a purpose for living. And as young as these children are, amen, believe me, God has a plan. God has a purpose for their lives, amen? Our sins have been forgiven. And we have received a new home in heaven that is awaiting us, amen? Our relationships change and so do our priorities. Those of you who are saved and have received Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I want you, you can testify today that your relationships and that your purpose and your priorities have changed as a believer. And if they haven't changed, then something's wrong. Amen. You need to go back to the Lord and have a conversation with them. But as believers, our relationships and our priorities change. Amen. And a top priority of families is to build relationships one with another. I just shared with you, we were down in San Antonio and uh, visiting my sister and attempting to comfort her in the loss uh, of her husband. And uh, our children came down as well and, and other relatives. And uh, it's a blessing in when relationships of family come together to bless one another. Amen. It is a blessing in the church when the body of Christ comes together to help and to build up one another. Amen. So, church, we are then, the church is a family. Amen. But that's not all that we are. 
Because the Bible says that the church is also a fellowship. Amen? Matter of fact, if you look it up in the dictionary, the word fellowship is both a noun and a verb. Uh, you all remember in school, amen, a noun and a verb. Our church fellowship is both a noun and a verb. We are a fellowship and we fellowship together. Amen? So somebody may ask, Pastor, well, what is fellowship? Amen? Somebody described fellowship to me this way. Listen to what they said. They said fellowship is like two people on the same ship, heading in the same direction and going to the same place. Amen? That's fellowship. As Christians, as believers in Jesus Christ, your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and we're all headed, those who have received and accepted and acknowledged that you are a sinner and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, we are headed to heaven. Amen? And so, therefore, a top priority in fellowship is harmony. Somebody say harmony because we struggle with harmony in our world today. And so, if we're going in the same direction, and if we are going to an eternal home, we're going to be together for a long time. Amen? And we need to live together in harmony. We need to practice it right now while we're here living in harmony with one another. Because that's one of the struggles that we have. Folk can't get along with one another. Do I have an amen in here, somebody? So we are a church and we are a fellowship but that's not all the Bible teaches about the church. The Bible also says that the church is a body. Amen? We are a body, not a business. We are an organism, not an organization. Y'all with me here this morning? Therefore, whatever gifts it is and talents that God has blessed you with, they are needed in the body. Amen? And let me tell you something. You have been placed here, I've been placed here to help the whole body. And for a body to function properly, it needs all of its parts. Amen in here, somebody. I think I preached to myself in here this morning, amen. You are needed, church, in the body. And the body needs all of its parts and it needs all of its members. Amen, somebody. It needs its arms, it needs its legs, its hands, its feet. It needs all of the members for it to function the fullest and the best ability. Amen? So as we look at this, our top priority in the body is unity with diversity. Amen, somebody? If you look around, you will see we are a multicultural church. We are a multiracial, a multi-socioeconomic church. We're all different. Amen, somebody? We all have different hair. Amen. Some have hair, some don't have hair. Some hair is black, some is gray. Some get touched up a little bit. Amen, somebody. We got different color eyes. We got different fingerprints. Amen, somebody. We have distinctively different DNA in each of us. We are different ages. We got young folk there, and then you got some who are not so young. Amen. But that's the way God has made us. Amen in here, church. That's the way that God has placed us together. And let me tell you something. God loves that. He loves that we're different. Amen? When you get to heaven, there are going to be a whole lot of different folk. Amen? There are going to be some. I had a man tell me one time, and I, I hate to say it, but he told me this. He said, if you and your kind are going to be in heaven, I don't want to be there. 
And you know what I told him? I don't think you're going to have to worry about it <laughs> if you feel that way <laughs> about the situation. Amen in here, somebody. But that's the way God has placed us. He's placed us together. God loves that. God loves diversity. Amen. But he also wants us, church, to be united in our diversity. Amen. He wants us to be united. We're different in so many different ways. Yet we have the same Lord and Savior. Amen. Jesus Christ. We have unity with diversity. When we get to heaven, amen, what a time of rejoicing that will be. We're going to have folk from everywhere praising God. Amen. Let me give you an example. Uh, one time I had taken a group over to Israel, and some of you may have went with me. And we were over uh, in the, um, we were over by the tomb, amen, of Jesus. And there were people from all kinds of different backgrounds and countries and languages. But you know the one thing we had in common? There was a group over there, I think they were from Sweden or somewhere. But they started singing hallelujah. And then another group from another country started singing hallelujah. Sister Boyd, I think, was with us on that trip. And Sister Jackie. And then we started singing hallelujah. Now, we didn't understand one another's language, but we were together knowing that hallelujah meant the highest praise to God. How many of you know that we need to give God praise and glory? Amen. We're different in many ways, but yet and still, we couldn't understand language, but we had the same Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen, church. We were united even in our diversity. Amen. We had unity with diversity. But that's not all that the Bible says about the church. Amen. The Bible also says that the church is a flock. F-L-O-C-K. Amen. Because all throughout the Bible, God is portrayed as the shepherd of his people. Amen. You all know what David wrote in the 23rd Psalm. In the first verse, he said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Jesus even said in John 10, 14, listen to what he said. Amen. John 10, 14, that I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Amen. And because he is the good shepherd, a top priority in the flock is togetherness. Amen, somebody? The truth is there is safety in numbers. If you got a shepherd and he's watching over sheep and one of those sheep go astray and go off, you know what happens to that sheep? He ain't nothing but a piece of chicken and meat to the wolves that are out there. Amen? Because when you get away from the flock, you will find yourself in trouble. There's safety in numbers. That's why the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 4, 9, and 10. Amen. Listen to what it says. That two are better than one. Because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Amen, somebody. Verse 12 says, though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Amen. Church, the nature of the church is that it is a family, that it is a fellowship, that it is a body, and that it is a flock. Amen. And the nature of the church will never change. 
And so when we try to treat the church as a business or just another organization, you know what's going to happen? We're going to fail. Amen? We're not a business. We're not an organization. Amen? It's God who defines who we are and how we're to function. we got to turn it up. Listen, if we get to the place where we really understand that God is in control of all things, how many of you know things are going to be a whole lot better? When we understand that, that we're not in control, I know we like to run things. The truth is, who's in control? God is in control. Amen, somebody. God is in control. It's God who defines who we are and how we are to function in this world. And so we as people of God, listen to me, we are to shine throughout the ages. Amen. Our light ought to be shining. Second Baptist Church has been shining for 116 years now. Amen. And you know what? I praise God because that's what we're going to continue to do. We're going to continue to shine for the Lord. Amen. And that's what we have been called to do, church. Listen to me. That's what God expects for us to do. That we're to shine for the Lord. Amen. And for us to truly shine is the mandate given by Christ himself. You know where he gave it? He said it right here in Matthew 5, 16. Listen to what he says. He said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your what? Your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Amen. So we are God's church, God's people. We are God's committed community, and we are called to be godly. Amen, somebody. We are a family. We are a fellowship. We are a body, and we are a flock. Amen. And, and here's the good news. Here's the good news on this 116th church anniversary that Jesus' church will last forever. Amen in here, somebody. I said forever. All this other stuff is going to fail, but Jesus' church will last forever. Governments, they're not going to last forever. Nations, we think we, I mean, we do have nice, nice home that we're here in, amen, but nations are not going to last forever. Businesses are not going to last forever. Matter of fact, back in the day, the Roman Empire, one of the greatest empires in man's history, is gone. The Soviet Union that had taken over almost everything over there in Europe a while back, now they've broken apart. The Berlin Wall, which they said was the greatest wall there ever was, that's gone. Amen, somebody? But Christ's church is still here. Even after 2,000 years, Christ's church is still here. Amen. Jesus said that I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. Listen, the entire universe that we even know, listen, the universe is so large, we don't barely know it, just a small portion of it. Amen. But this entire universe was created for God's family, the church. And God created us church to spend eternity with him. Amen. That was God's plan from the beginning of time. Amen. The church will be in heaven because Christ died to save the church. And the church is going to last forever. And here's the beautiful thing about it. And you can be a part of it. Amen. I want you to look at what Jesus said in John 14, 2, 3. Listen to what he said. He said that in my father's house were many mansions. And if it were not so, he said, I would have told you. 
and I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there you may be also. Amen. The church is going to last forever. And you can be a part of it today. Amen. In the book of Revelation, it says this in Revelation 21.4. Listen to what it says. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes, that there shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There should be no more pain. Hallelujah. For the former things have passed away. Amen. Church, I don't know about you today, but I want to go to a place where there's no more pain. I want to go to a place where there's no more sorrow. Go to a place where there's no more heartache. Go to a place where there's no more crying. Go to a place where there's no more dying. Anybody want to go to that place? I said, does anybody want to go to a place? I hear you, Pastor. But how do I get there? I'm so glad that you asked me. Amen. Listen to what Romans 10, 9 tells us. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy what? With thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt what? Believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead. The word of God says that thou shalt be what? Saved. Amen. Here's what you need to do. You need to admit that you got a need. You need to tell God that you are a sinner and that you want to be saved. You need to confess your sin to him. You need to believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died for you on the cross and he rose again on that third day, amen, from the grave. You need to invite Jesus to come into your life and to take control on your life, amen. And then as a part of the church, Jesus, church, we're going to be able to live with him forever, amen, because your sins will be forgiven. You'll have a home in heaven. You'll have a purpose for your living. Is there anybody here today that's glad that God loves us the way that he does? We ought to praise God this morning that he shed his blood on Calvary's cross and paid my sin debt and your sin debt in full, amen. Did anybody just come this morning to praise God on this anniversary day to give God praise and glory to say thank you, Jesus, for all of your blessings, to put your hands in the air? Amen. When you all were back in the club, you had no problem putting your hands in the air. And you were shaking other things along with it. Amen. But I came today to give God praise, to give God glory, to give God a shout, to lift up his name, shout hallelujah this morning, and give God some praise. Hallelujah. Stand with me today, church. Stand with me. We are a family, a fellowship, a flock body. And Lord Jesus Christ loves us. Thanking God for 116 years. And guess what? It's still God's church. It's his. But he's offered us an opportunity to come to know his son, Jesus Christ, in a way that will change your entire life and your future. If you would just call on him. If you'll just invite him in. Maybe, is there anyone here today the Lord is speaking to you on this anniversary Sunday?
And he's saying to you, just come to me, just as you are. That I can make your life brand new. I'm so glad that one day I took him up on his offer. But have you taken him up on his offer today? If you don't know Jesus, if you've never received or accepted him as Savior, come today. Just as you are. Because the Lord will receive you and accept you just where you are right now. Maybe you live in this community and you've been searching for a church home. And the Lord is inviting you and encouraging you and and, and just compelling you to, to unite in Second Baptist. Amen. We would love to have you. God's blessed you with gifts, talents, with treasures. They didn't become, come to you because you're so good. It came because of God's grace and mercy and God's blessing. Here's the one here today. Those who are listening by live stream today. If the Lord is speaking to you and to your heart and You've made that decision to give your heart and your life over to the Lord. Please just reach out to us. We would be happy to disciple you. Just come as you are today. Amen. Is there one here today? Just come. Surrender all to him. God will fix it, and he will make your life brand new. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. What a mighty God, church. That we serve. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise on this anniversary. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. immediately after service, amen, in our fellowship hall. We're doing, uh, we, I guess we're going to call it an indoor picnic. We have a picnic, but it's indoor, amen. And so we invite you to join us in the fellowship hall afterward. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you and we bless you, Lord. We thank you for what our eyes have seen and for what our ears have heard. We thank you for the songs that have been sung. 
We thank you, God, for the prayers that have been prayed. But, Lord, we thank you for your life-changing word. It is our prayer, Lord God, that you have spoken to the hearts of those who are here, that someone been blessed and helped. Lord, we know that your word never returns void. So we know that there is a blessing that is available. We ask a special blessing on the food that has been prepared both for the nourishment and the strength of our bodies, God. Now may the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May he make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May he lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace, both now and forevermore. Let the church say, Amen. When you're going back to the fellowship hall, please go down this side. Amen. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you.